0: Designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. My name is Paul Roberts.
1: And I'm his wife, Carol.
0: And we are the creators of Grow Me a Story,
1: our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other
0: creatives. As your creativity cultivators, Carol and I are excited to bring you another guest here in 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living.
1: For the month of July, we've invited our good friend Joni damiano Bartel into our studio to visit about the creative work she did in her studio, teaching dance and musical theater to a generation of Silver Valley children.
0: Miss Joni was trained as a triple threat performer herself, and today we'll hear more about some of her days as a dancer, singer, actor, and now a watercolor artist and grandmother.
1: Here we go
0: with episode three
1: of our Dreams and Bones podcast interview with Joni Damiano Bartel.
0: that you can't answer one without sort of going into right. another one but uh, we wanted to interview you because we believe you are an example of someone who practices the art of creative living first question do you agree with us when we say Joni Bartell she's creative
2: I'm kind of I, I want to say the word. The word "horrified" is not the right word, but <laughs> really taken back because I don't think of myself that way. But I think my sisters and other people do. Um, if I, I, st- it's need based. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I when I, I need to, I need to do learn about something. So I do. I, I loved watercolors all my life, mm-hmm. and my mom's family were kind of were artists. Mom. Mom drew, you know, and I always wanted to and did in certain ways, you know, when I was little, but mm-hmm. never had. It's like, I wish we just had time to be a jack of all trades uh-huh. because there's just not enough time. No, I played I but all those things. But in my day now that I don't have the studio, I, you know, I'm do a bar, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, go do a bar or yoga mm-hmm. or something. I may play the piano, sit down. I have my mom's piano, and of course mm-hmm. I go through all her music yeah. and and sit and play those old, like, um, Fats Waller things that mm-hmm. they misbehaving and stuff. It's so hard, but and I <laughs> plank through them and just love it. And amazing, you know, when you're not working and have time, you do get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surprising. Yeah. I may go back and paint, but then I was in, like, watercolors. I just loved that. So I s- found information online and kind of more stuff about it and learning about it and doing it. But I just hated this one wall in my kitchen, this one wall. I just, uh, and it had this wallpaper and I had, I just, this had to get rid of it, Uh had to get rid of it and painted it. And then I looked at it and I just, it just, I was just obsessed with three watercolor paintings. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what they Mm -hmm. were going to be, but it it was like, I was absolutely driven to, it just was kind of obsessive with mm-hmm. me. I thought, "Wow, I, I don't even know if I can do what I want or what I want." Mm-hmm. But my sister who left yesterday morning said, <laughs> "I was." She didn't know I was awake, and I came into the room and she was saying to my sisters, "I just love that wall and those three paintings that Joni does." Just and I thought isn't that funny that there's something about that wall Uh (laughs) (laughs) it was here yeah and it ended up having to be there but that's Mm -hmm. I mean I don't know if I'm creative or just Mm need-based creativity Mm -hmm. when something just has to be a certain way or Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. but yeah I mean so I guess I'm creative in that I still want to play the piano I still want that music that ballet music makes my heart sing Mm -hmm. and I keep wanting to learn more but isn't Kind of just, you want to learn more. Right, yeah. right. It's all about kind of wanting to learn more and mm-hmm. experience more and things that you may have thought about years ago that you have time now right. to experience more mm-hmm. about. But yeah. so I don't think of myself as creative, but I see things happen mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. in yeah. front of me. And then I later see that they did happen. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and I think that's been the most common response from people that we've interviewed is, well, no, I don't think of myself that way, but I do this and this. And <laughs> I'm I obsessive this about this. And you answered the rest of those in many ways. How long have you been doing this water coloring?
2: Um, I think the, maybe a year and a half. Yeah, not very mm-hmm. long. I love that, though. I just love that. Mm-hmm for some reason. I, I was doing oils for a while, for the first year, of whatever, and that was fun, too, and I kind of see things that I, my sister Anita and I, when we're at the, at the cabin, we love to do yoga in this one place, and we lay on the ground and look up, and all the trees go around, and and I've always been obsessed with, since I was little, during the summer, I have to look across the river at the mountain and memorize the color of that green with the color of that blue because mm-hmm. that's what gets mm-hmm. you through the winter. Oh. Those colors, if you can just remember what uh-huh. that is, that's oh. just gives you the warmth. Yeah. It gives you all of that sensation. Sure. And so we would lay there and laugh about how beautiful, just mm-hmm. how that blue and that green sits yeah. back there again in those trees. Mm-hmm. So for a gift, I thought, I took a picture one day. when I had my phone. I took a picture and so I painted that oh. and gave it to her. And it just it really is mm-hmm. an amazing weird thing because yeah. a lot of people can't see it when they're looking at it, but mm-hmm. some people going, that's laying down looking up. Yes. <laughs> some people don't get it at all. Right. But right. yeah, just just need based. Uh-huh. I wanted her to have yeah. that, you know. Oh. And it was frustrating and mm-hmm. and anxiety filled. I was so glad it wasn't something that she knew was coming because you know you feel like I I can't make this happen Mm -hmm. I don't know how to make this happen and then it's just like you're watching it these trees aren't right but you just you just keep being more obsessed with but we get up you know like be be done with it and then walk back Mm -hmm. and and pretty soon it is there and you're like I don't know how it happened yeah. again uh-huh. because mm-hmm. you don't know how to do that. Right. How right. does it suddenly then mm-hmm. be done? Yeah. But just little piece mm-hmm. by piece yeah. things. Yeah. And then it looks, it's like, okay, uh-huh. I, I'm done. But I'm so glad that I would never be one commissioned yes. can you imagine, <laughs> to make this. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, oh, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I don't know how artists do that. Growing up, I
1: always felt like, you know, I was one of the kids in school that, I, I think I I think I always wanted to hurry, so I colored outside the lines, and so I think I in my head it was like I ca- I can't draw, I can't do all this stuff. Well, then I I don't know how many years ago it was, but Rachel Cruzmark at the high school um, mm-hmm. had this class one summer for adults to do pottery and make mm-hmm. pottery, and that kind of got me going on kind of the whole art thing.
2: I wonder about that. I've never done anything three D, any yeah. sculpture. Yeah. Always kind of now. Of course, that's kind of mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And then Thinking I, about yeah, that. and then we
1: did, you know, do the go paint and sip thing, you know, go and, and oh, then that's... it was like, oh gosh, I could kind of do this. And, and then, um, Carrie Stewart Parks, do you know who Carrie is? She, she lives out in Cataldo and she's a watercolor artist mm-hmm. and an author and stuff. I mean, and, these
2: people are artists. Yes. I don't know why I think I'm doing these things, I know. yeah, but I like and it. I, I know. Like to do and it. she
1: did a, like a summer thing, uh-huh. you know, where you could learn yeah. watercolor. Yeah. And it was like, oh wow, this! And she would do these things, like she'd, you know, lift the color, and I'm like, oh
2: my gosh, you oh, know, isn't that great? <gasps> yeah, that... So, I look at that, and that's so my fun. So you'd hesitate
0: to call yourself an artist? Well, a performing artist, Perform, uh, performing, performing, yeah.
1: performing artist,
2: performing
1: but not maybe a vi- not a visual, or
2: well, I guess yeah? I just never thought of it. The... Yeah. I think I'm in two different things. Right. I think I could. I don't know. I guess is there. I would call somebody else that does what I do, an artist. It would be hard for me to call myself that. I know that's weird.
1: Are you starting or currently working on a creative project but don't know what to do next?
0: Do you need someone to talk to? Someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track?
1: This is what Gromia's story is all about. Paul and Carol Willem Roberts, your creativity cultivators, will help you start... Continue or complete creative projects, big or small.
0: Visit www.growmystory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help.
1: Now, back to dreams and boats.
0: <laughs> so, uh, singer, dancer, painter acting
2: uh, on stage well and that's what you know i that's how i got my my work but i always thought of myself as dancer singer act dancer mm-hmm. singer actor. Mm-hmm. because once you're so for me once you're so comfortable in one thing it the others never feel like what you just said what you just said on that moment on stage mm-hmm. when you just are like lost in that yes i i would hesitate to, I mean, that's why, like, male drum stuff, I don't mm. really feel like I'm that confident. I probably, Need Matt would do it, but my role, my stuff was all, like, um, I would, after I graduated, or even, I guess, in summers in between, I would do summer stock, but I would audition, kind of look at, walk into the audition, because mm-hmm. they would be some big ones, and they would, you know, they, because what OCU ocu was they would come to oklahoma city mm-hmm. because there was such a group of people right. and so i would just take kind of walk in and be ready to audition as a singer dancer mm. singer and then they always had whoever sang have to do a movement audition mm-hmm. or was i going to audition as a dancer and have to then sing mm-hmm. but i knew my height and if there were yeah. tall men there as dancers I pretty much realized that I would not be chosen. If there was tall girls, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. were gonna match them up. Yeah. If there were short male dancers there, I'd have a chance, mm. you know. But if I you know, so I'd kinda look at it that way. Yeah. Was yeah. <laughs> audition, <laughs> you know. And then so I did dinner theaters and summer stock mm. and mm-hmm. tours, did a Christmas carol tour. And mm. That was that was really fun because I had been kind of East Coast for so long. Right. My my parents never came. Dad mm-hmm. didn't travel. He's Italian, you know. <laughs> people didn't. They'd send yeah. Anita and Bill. Her. They'd come and see me and once mm-hmm. in a while. But so I had all these friends from – and when you're li- when you're in a gr- place like that, you can go state to state and run into people that you've worked mm-hmm. with. And, right. Because a lot of the leads would come, like, for summer stock from New York. And mm-hmm. so a lot of people were from all over, mm-hmm. but you'd mm-hmm. meet people. So a l- lot of people I knew – and there would always be shows, and I knew all of the, a lot of their families and their parents and their siblings, whatever, just mm-hmm. from shows we'd end up being in. But they had never met my family, mm-hmm. so when we did this tour, it ended up being Canada, West Coast, oh. California, down to Mexico. It was in, I mean, this so it was news went out to my mom, and you better believe she had a relative. <laughs> everywhere <laughs> we went i am not kidding and these people are like you have relatives and they would be waiting for me everywhere wow. oh, it was so, so fun and like we started in um the first place it was um we we got to boise mm-hmm. of course i'd gone to school there so sure. people i'd majored in music majored with that was fun was there my sisters oh. friends of the family and then we went to spokane well of course Mm -hmm. my parents were going to be there the Springers were there all these people watching this. it was great then we headed to Canada relatives I had never met (laughs) the Esposito's that, while I was away for all those years they had become acquainted with my parents and my Mm. sisters and they had gone to each other's weddings but I never had met Salvatore and Maria oh they were waiting for me took my suitcase took me home with them oh Was so wonderful, you know, with them. Then I ended up in Tacoma, my dad's, uh, my uncle's, who had passed away, his wife to greet me. We went down the coast, every relative, every place to, oh my (laughs) gosh, the lady that I told you with her, that was kind of the hillbilly singer, fun person, (laughs) her daughter that I'd known met me in LA, which just was like one reunion to another. And these people are like, you know, people, (laughs) (laughs)
1: what? They're just all on the west coast, yeah not the east yeah. coast.
2: Yeah. I had just been so south like, well, and east, right. you know, through there. So how
1: many so years did you do that,
2: that traveling
1: and performing?
2: Not that long because eighty-three to Nathan was born in eighty-nine. Okay, I was in Texas and just shocked that anybody would leave their child. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> you yeah. have that first baby. I was right. like. I, that was just, the a love there again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so at that point, I just, I did things within that area. I taught at a studio. They were all equity actors, and mm-hmm. I had kind of been around them, so I taught in their studio mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. until we moved here. Oh. So, yeah.
0: so fill our listeners in on your family then, you, your husband. How many kids? Tell, tell us all about that.
2: Uh, two kids. I have a son that's 33. And um, he and his wife have a two and a half, almost three year old, and a nine month old and oh. a grandma. <laughs> I can't believe it. And do they live close? No, they oh. live in California, oh. but we have never been to California so much in our life. I, I mean, oh my gosh, we just got back again. They bought oh. a house. So, of course, with those little kids they have yeah. to have sure. to move by yourself, oh, you know, yeah. it's just we went. Year, not last Easter, the Easter before, and then we just happened. Well, just you know, a little longer, stay a little longer. Mm-hmm. We keep staying, it's awful. When we at Christmas for a couple of weeks. We were there oh. over a month. It's oh. just terrible because, oh, Nathan, you know, well, what do you guys have to go home for? Yeah, and it's hard to say, right? It's right. crazy. And oh. then we went back for sixteen days and helped them move. And it's just, oh. it's, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. And then Elena. Who just got married last year. Yeah. And uh, so she's down in Pocatello. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we really d- don't and just of course, because you guys are around here, this was Damiano, my family was mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Right. I'm the yeah. only one left. There's yeah. no one here. Right. Ironically, we have no family yes. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> After this was everybody right. was here. Right. And yeah. it's just yeah. So mm-hmm. it's so yeah, we're here. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is gone. Yeah.
0: And do your kids follow in your footsteps at all in terms of uh, that performance aspect? Dancing, singing, acting at all? Painting?
2: I think you would say they have an appreciation for for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I can see, and like Nathan, with his first little his baby, you know, that baby was going to be around music. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know classical music and exposed to things you know when you come in that that's what's you know if they're going to put something on tv it's orchestra Mm -hmm. or whatever and it's and again nature nurture you can play the music but i went down Katarine would have been just turning not quite two when they were having anthony so i went down because Nathan leaves town often so just to be there in case Mm -hmm. she did have the baby and literally what she did and we called him home but while and they had to stay longer than usual so I was with this little Katerina unexpectedly for you know just her and I for a long time Mm. and I would be like FaceTime with my sisters because here I am Mm -hmm. down there and kind of time going by and if she heard, like bumped into a thing that would play music, and you know how mm. those little mu- little things will play yeah. different music, mm-hmm. and even though some of them are kind of classical mm-hmm. music, you know, right. with kids stuff, she would <laughs> walk around and look and get the right, this duck, you know, mm-hmm. duck, so you push those mm-hmm. funny little yeah. things. Yeah. We'd got her one of those, you know, m- the year before, and find a stick and honestly sit down and put. That duck between her legs and hold the thing, and oh. plays that
0: like it was a bow. Like she's playing cello. Like a cello. cello. Yeah. Huh.
2: Never, never this. Mm. And so I keep wondering why is she so connected to making things that she sees she'll just hear music and find whatever she can Mm. and sit there even at christmas we were doing something and music was playing and lena goes mom look at her and she found something else and was sitting there but when she sees you you know she'll stop but what you know huh yeah that's great that's not i mean they don't (laughs) go to things or do things but kids that's it's Mm -hmm. there it's just there
0: There you have it. Part three of our four-part interview with Joni damiano Bartel. Carol, any comments about what you heard from Joni in this episode?
1: Well, I like it that as she was growing up, she was a dancer, singer, actor, but now recently she's starting to explore some other creativity, and she's really enjoying doing watercoloring. In fact, I'm just wrote a blog post today about encouraging people to just try new creative endeavors. And so I think it's wonderful when you can kind of branch out and try other things.
0: I guess that means I'm not too old then, right? That's right. Okay. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank our sacred community garden members for their support and remind all of our listeners that as a subscriber, you can soon gain access to all of our bonus material, from the Dreams and Bones Interviews.
1: If you have found us and you're not a member, but you want to know more about Dreams and Bones, go to www.gromiestory.com, where you can find out more about practicing the art of creative living with your hosts, Paul and Carol Willem roberts
0: Join us next Friday for part four of our interview with the talented Miss Joni on your Dreams and Bones podcast. <laughs>